Good morning, everyone, and welcome once again to the uh, prayer meeting this morning. Um, I'll be talking on your prayer matters, so pray. Your prayer matters, so pray. And I believe that the reason why I've been asked to share on this is to encourage us to pray. To encourage us to pray. So I'm not going to be looking at why prayers are not answered or how to pray and all of that. We are, I'm just going to look at what we can do, what can encourage us to pray. I remember when my children were, were young. I mean, um, fortunately, the first two, they are quite older than the last. And um, they all come to me. Uh, they will speak with me. And my last born two will come. And that time when it was a toddler, it will come and just say, ta-ta-ta, mama, mama. And somehow, somehow, I seem to know what what my little boy, what he wanted then. I will uh, attend to him just as I would attend to his uh, older siblings who were able to uh, properly uh, uh, speak their mind. And it, it, it reminds me of how we are before God, no matter how matured you are as a believer or new in the kingdom. If you are young in the kingdom, your voice matters too. Just as the voice of my little boy mattered then, um, in comparison to his older siblings, so also all our voices matter to God, and so your prayer matters. And as I was looking at this, they, I know that we've had a lot about prayer. Uh, we are people of prayer, so we don't. I don't need to <clears throat> go into definitions and all of that. But three things come to mind as I was talk. I was thinking about prayer. The first for me is that it's a means to develop intimacy with God. And, you know, when my little boy would come to me, then it's not always because he needed something, just wanted mama to cuddle him or mama to give him a kiss. And, and sometimes it is also, I believe, prayer is, is to enforce the kingdom uh, of God here on earth, uh, what God wants us to do. We, we need to, to say to the kingdom of the enemy, you cannot do that. And that is part of our prayer. Uh, and... And also, finally, I believe it is uh, for, for, for us to let God know our needs. What are the things we need? So those three things come to mind. And you see, you may say, oh, God knows everything even before I say it. Even the Bible says that. But having said that, he still wants us to come to him. He wants us to come uh, to him because he wants to develop intimacy with us and he wants that uh, we are workers together with him. You know, when you pray, when you ask God for something and you see it, it's encouraging. It's encouraging. It helps you to know that I matter. I matter. If you're at work and you make a suggestion and you can see that suggestion being used all across the, your, your, your workplace, you feel important. You feel part of the family. And that for me, is, is a very good reason also to want to pray. But then we cannot look at uh, the reasons why we pray and not look at why we don't even pray. <laughs> I believe that there, there's the greatest deception going around. And the greatest deception is Satan saying that, look, your prayer doesn't matter. Your prayer doesn't matter. How does he do this? He doesn't just do it in one way. Uh, by, by just saying, don't pray. There are so many ways he does that. As I was thinking about it, seven ways came to mind. Number one is failed attempts leading to frustration. Sometimes you have prayed in the past, just like I have prayed in the past, and I've not seen the answer to that prayer. And, and, and sometimes I begin to think, uh, is that true? Is it not true? 
then maybe that is where we need to begin to look at what are the things that hinder our prayer in terms of maybe if we regard iniquity in our heart, God will not hear us and all of that. But sometimes failed attempts in the past can lead to frustration. Secondly, is what we see happening in the lives of those that we believe are prayer warriors. I don't know about you, when you hear of a great uh, man of God or a great woman of God, and you see, you hear that something happened in their life, you start wondering, who am I? I'm small compared to that person. If God will allow that to happen to that person, what about me? Maybe he wouldn't even hear me. So, so seeing what has happened to other giants in the body of Christ sometimes can make you be lethargic towards prayer. Another thing is busyness. And these are things the enemy brings our way. The enemy would highlight things like, oh, see what has happened to that brother or what, what that sister. And then this busyness, the enemy makes us to be so busy that 24 hours in a day is not enough. So talk less of spending two minutes in prayer. Another thing is laziness. Sometimes we can be just lazy to pray. Not that we cannot pray, but we are just lazy. I want to sleep. Another thing is some things, the enemy will just make you think that some things are simply impossible. For example, if I say to you, you can, you can pray a prayer that let the sun stand still, you will say, oh, doctor, don't even go there. It can never happen. But you know, as I was looking at the, the list of those who prayed in the past and something happened, that is one of the examples I'll share in a minute. Another one is lack of expectation. Sometimes we are just used to praying as a spiritual discipline. You, you know, just pray, do my devotional. Uh, devotions, and I'm off. We are not expecting anything out of it. And that is a lie of the enemy. Another thing uh, is, is fear. Fear of what if it doesn't happen? What if I pray and it doesn't happen? What if I say this would, should happen and it doesn't? And then we don't pray. Those are fears of the enemy, uh, fear, things that the enemy brings away. So as he said that there are examples of people who prayed in the past. Look at Daniel. Daniel, oh my goodness, every time I think about Daniel, in the book of Daniel chapter 10, you will read it there, he, has, he set aside some days to seek God. And I wouldn't have known that there is a Satan that hinders prayer until I read that story about Daniel. You know, he, and the angel said to him, he said, don't be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I want you to go and read that, that passage, Daniel chapter 10. It will tell you everything that happened. But what I want to bring out of there is, there's a God who answers us immediately we begin to ask. The moment he set his heart apart, that's what the angel said to him. Look, from that first day, this thing didn't happen until the 21st day when this angel now came to him because he was hindered by Satan, by the prince of Pasha and all of that until Angel Michael came to help him. But I want you to go and read that passage. Another example is that of Joshua. You know, I said earlier that I wouldn't have known that the sun could stand still, if not that one man dared to pray. One man dared to pray. Joshua in chapter 10, if you read the book of Joshua chapter 10, you will read that, that there in verses 12 and 13. It says, on the day the Lord gave the Israelites victory over the Amorites, Joshua prayed to the Lord in front of all the people of Israel. He said, let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Aijalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stayed in place until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. So what am I trying to say? Any day can be just like a normal day at the beginning until you pray. And something that you will never expect would happen. For good, for good. The third example for me is Elijah. Look at Elijah. If you read in the book of James chapter 5, 17 and, verses 17 and 18 says, um, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, 
and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. I wouldn't have known, but for Elijah, that a man can dare to pray and say, let, the, let it not rain, and then to say, let it rain at his word. People of God, there's power that God has deposited in each and every one of us if we dare to pray. But the last one I want to leave with us is the church. The church in the book of Acts chapter 12, I want you to take time to read these chapters I'm telling you about. We have short time. And it's talking about when the church gathered to pray for Peter. You see, the king, King Herod, of, Herod Agrippa at that time, he killed by the sword Apostle James. And that's what I was saying to you. Don't let what has happened to somebody um, make you feel that it will happen to you too. Apostle James was killed by the sword. And so because he saw that that delighted the Jews, he then seized Apostle Peter to kill him as well. But then the, the Bible tells us that the church prayed. They said, if you read, said the church prayed persistent and fervent prayer. People have got, sometimes when you pray once, it may not happen. It's not because it's a sin or whatever. There's, as I said earlier, there may be a, 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 a kind of a prince obstructing prayers, but there's the persistent prayer and there's the fervent prayer. And we need to pray fervently. We need to pray persistently. We need to pray believing that there's a God who answers prayer. Even the church, when they were praying, they did not even believe that their prayer would be answered. People of God, you are in a good company. You are in a good company because whether you believe your prayer will be answered or not, just pray. Dear to pray. Dear to pray. Dear to pray for that sister that they said is on life support. Dear to pray for that brother that they said that there, there's nothing God uh, anybody can do for him. Dear to pray for the headache your son has. Dear to pray for the stomach ache your daughter has. And you will see God beginning to do wonders. Dear to pray. Small prayers. Dear to pray. Big prayers. Dear to pray. What am I leaving you with this morning? Psalm 65 verse 2 says, For you answer our prayers. All of us must come to you. For you answer our prayers. All of us must come to you. I pray that this morning you are blessed and you are encouraged to pray. God bless you. Thank you, sir.